Welcome, I'm Paul Hunt. This is a special podcast produced for download by Energy News. Well, Triangle Energy is quite possibly one of the hottest plays on the local bourse at the moment. We're seeing a lot of media coverage of the ASX-listed junior, partly because its footprint in Australia has grown exponentially over the last 12 months, both onshore and offshore. And this has brought new oil reserves and resources. Uh, There's also a lot of excitement because the company is looking to new energy opportunities and potentially even a small refinery in the future. In this feature, Triangle Energy Managing Director Rob Towner joined me and says the company's on the verge of a major step change. Rob Towner, welcome to the program. Thanks, Paul. How are you? Very well, thank you. Good. Uh, Let's jump right in, Rob. Um, Why is now the time to invest in ASX-listed Triangle Energy? I think there's three main reasons. One, we've just completed $10 million capital raising, um, which obviously means we shouldn't need to raise money in the near, near term. Secondly, we've got prolonged oil prices around the $70 mark. And thirdly, um, we've got a new pump replacement being done on one of our wells, which will be um, leading to increased production. Let's talk about uh, Cliff Head. Uh, it's the offshore oil field that you produce from in Western Australia, just off the coast of, uh, of Dongara. Um, how are operations going at Cliff Head? Yeah, really well. We've done the work over, we've almost completed the work over. The production's been stable. We've completed um, studies into potential new production with new wells, which we'll be looking to do in 2023-24. That's good. We've completed the acquisition of our onshore assets to complement the cliff head production and um, have a fairly busy two years ahead of us. Um, I'm guessing you couldn't be be happier, really. A successful capital raise. Uh, Can you tell us a little bit about that? Um, It was predominantly done to do this work over and actually... um, leave money in the bank you know we've got production um, we've got new projects so it was really to add to the balance sheet and having the cash there and with that going forward we've got some um, programs towards the end of the year with seismic that will contribute to that uh, and and you know we've got a lot to, to do at the moment and um, we've got the data room open with potential partners looking at the assets that we operate. Uh, My guest is Rob Towner from Triangle Energy. Rob, uh, let's take a look at this offshore uh, well campaign. You've got, I think, two wells planned uh, in the foreseeable future? It's our intention to do two wells, um, West High and South East Nose, both approximately um, recoverable million million barrels each. Um, Over that life extension, if you like, on success of those being completed, uh, that'll extend Cliffhead's production out to 2030 with an average, you know, of 3,000 barrels a day. However, it would be a lot higher in the, initially and then obviously have a normal decline curve. Um, and we'd look for that to be in production hopefully around 2024 early. What does a well campaign like that uh, cost? Because sometimes you hear, you know, $30 million to $100 yeah. million for wells. Oh, it's definitely not the $100 million. Yeah. Um, You know, look, it could be in the range, and I'll give a broad range of 20 to 40. Yeah. Um, we are doing all of those final numbers. So it's, 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 again, due to changing environment, you know, we don't give a specific amount at the moment, but we're hoping to have that completed um, by the end of the year. We've seen some big companies uh, come into Western Australia in the Canning Basin, for instance, and elsewhere. Um, does that give you confidence that uh, you know big energy companies are looking to Western Australia? There's no question that was the intention of doing what we've done with this acreage. You know, we've got four licenses that we have the operatorship of. That's valuable, whether not valuable in terms of dollars and cents, but for a much larger company. 
that would certainly be their preference to potentially have that. And I would not be against that. Um, they have experience. We have got very good experience in regards to Cliffhead, um, and we're very proud of that. So, you know, on the same basis you asked the question, it would make total sense, particularly offshore, for the size of acreage we've got. That's something that's, you know, that sort of opportunity is not that easy to get hold of in the state that we have it. Um, um, so, you know, and you can see what's happening onshore with the gas areas. So the, the, the point I make is that the whole Perth Basin is actually sort of arising again from from when it was first looked at, you know, back in the sort of 1960s and 70s, and not mm. a lot's been done since. So I think, you know, in this world that we, whilst we go renewables, there's still a, what you could think is an energy crisis for both gas and oil, um, and we're seeing that. So it's not going to stop people looking for it. As we discussed last time, BP is closing or has closed its refinery <coughs> in Western Australia. So um, you're now exporting crude directly from um, Cliffhead to Singapore. Is that correct? Yeah, it's going to Singapore refineries. We're storing and handling the um, crude production down at Quinana in the tanks there. And we had our first shipment go in May, which we were paid for on the 1st of July. That obviously means that there's reoccurring revenue, doesn't it? We've always had reoccurring revenue. It's just that now it's changed in terms of the payment time timelines, and that depends on when we you know, export through the shipping route. So how much are you making in terms of revenue from Cliffhead at the moment? I'd have to annualise it where we're looking at around sort of 18 to 20 million in revenue for the 100% on the field. You've made quite a splash uh, with your acquisition of new uh, acreage in Western Australia. You're acquiring um, new permits both onshore and offshore. In total, what is the size of your acreage foot, uh, footprint now? The footprint's just under 10,000 square kilometres and it's taken a, you know, a good three years to slowly accumulate that and, and have it under our umbrella. In this environment that we're moving into, there's certainly, um, while some are moving to renewables, the existing oil and gas companies um, are starting to look around at opportunities. And again, as I've said all along, the Perth Basin is underexplored if you look back over the last 20 years. And... You know, if someone wants to look into the basin due to new technologies and re- a new interpretation of data, we are at the moment the largest holder of acreage that's undeveloped outside. You know, we've got the extreme of production at one end and, and a huge opportunity for exploration at the other end. So it's about meeting in the middle. Um, and we openly are looking for partners with larger balance sheets. We, we acknowledge that we're not a, a big multinational company. Um, but our job was that, to, to acquire these leases that had been forgotten, in my view, and, well, we've done it. So it's now up to us to provide the opportunity to other groups that can join us. I'm presuming the work program uh, will include reprocessing of seismic um, to reach those reserves and resources to some yeah. extent, uh, and then an exploration campaign um, once you've found a farming partner. How much data is out there for you to look at in the Perth Basin? It's, there's always data to look at. It's just that it's not been um, updated. So we are reviewing what's available now and have been, but we're, we're actually more targeting and will be doing a seismic program in the sort of December to February period coming, the well to follow that. Um, I think in a wider scope, 
there's a lot of drilling going on within the basin directly to the east of Mount Horner. You've got mineral resources and northwest drilling at the moment. There's a well to the uh, north of um, our Arrowsmith processing facility, five kilometres, the Cervantes well for oil. There's a lot of other uh, regional activity which will also have a big influence in terms of people's interpretation of what we might have at Mount Horner for both oil and potentially gas, given that the mineral resources is to the right with the Lockyer Deep project and you've got weights here to the south. So um, all of this new activity gives more information to even Triangle with its assets. Triangle has traditionally been an oil producer. Could you become the next gas producer in Australia? Um, We've got an interest in state gas in Queensland, which is five years down the track now. We've got production testing going on there at the moment. So on that side of it, we own 28% of state gas, which is also listed on the ASX. What's the value of that state? That's currently worth approximately 20 to $22 million. Um, you know, we're the major shareholder with the 28%. At the moment, our, we don't have any position as to you know selling that. We're, we're obviously supportive of the project and the, the development over the next two years. And, and with the strong gas um, requirements and prices at the moment on the East Coast, we, we really think there's some good value in that to come. In regard to the Perth Basin assets, that's to be defined from the current work that we're doing to see if there's actually potential for gas in our um, licences, both onshore and offshore. Rob Towner is the MD of Triangle Energy, listed as TEG on the ASX. We're talking ahead of the next major energy conference in Western Australia. Rob, you raised uh, $10 million from uh, investors. Um, That's a sign that they're fairly bullish about uh, your future work program, isn't it? Yeah, I think it is. Um, We've obviously got a better oil price environment. We are producers and, and the fact is when you have these cycles the, and the investment community want to look back at into oil and gas, they will always go to the production companies first. Mm. We've followed that trend. We bought production first. We've added on with exploration now. So we've got both in a much better environment. So I think the fact that we did receive $10 million is a, is a real sign that the investment dollar is back in the sector, which is really important if we want to successfully develop the other assets that we've acquired. Uh, Rob, you mentioned the Arrowsmith uh, separation plant. Um, what's the plan for Arrowsmith? Arrowsmith's been there since the beginning of the commissioning of the Cliffhead oil field, and it's an onshore piece of infrastructure that I see a lot of value in. Um, it's the only one of its size within the Midwest region, and there's obviously still um, potential for more oil to be discovered, not just what we intend to add on to our production. So if we successfully do infill wells in the next two to three years and bring on another three or 4,000 barrels of oil, that's, that's immediately producible. It's not, oh, we need to wait for a processing facility. And there is, um, as I've mentioned before, there is other um, drilling going on for oil. So depending on the scale of it, you know, Aerosmith's to me, whilst owned by an ASX-listed oil and gas company, I think it's actually more... Um, a mid Midwest regional infrastructure asset that in that industry um, has a lot of value. Piping oil out of the ground um, or gas even is is one thing. The next thing is uh, is what you do with it. Uh, what, let's say that your exploration campaign uh, proves really fruitful in the Perth Basin. Yep. Uh, what's going to happen with this oil and gas? Well, from the oil um, situation, the only option in Western Australia at the moment is to export it. Um, we are looking at those options. There's obviously port facilities at Quinana and Geraldton. So we're looking through those at the moment as what options should we consider. 
Um, we are, in addition to that, looking at a refining model, uh, the feasibility of which we're in at the moment, to, to effectively utilise the existing land that we have at Arrowsmith. So it would be seen to be complementary to Arrowsmith in terms of a small industrial energy processing facility extension. Um, in terms of gas, well, obviously, you know, we've got the damp hit of Bunbury gas pipeline and there's plenty of demand for gas. It may be other options outside those traditional options. You don't know. We're seeing what's going on with, with other companies in the basin with offtake. So, again, it's, it's, it's a good position to be in. Exporting oil, it's not complicated, mm. you know. Um, so we're not really that worried whilst BP refinery is closed. We have obviously demonstrated very quickly that we can find an alternate ship, shipping export option. Rob, you mentioned the future of Arrowsmith and uh, potentially building new infrastructure uh, there, like a modular refinery. What would be the cost of something like that? At the moment, with we, the guidance is anywhere from sort of 50 to $75 million, depending. We're just going through the numbers of what's the ultimate level of production, what... Um, you know, the normal feasibility of where's our supply coming from, where's our offtake going to be. Um, but that's the broad range. Rob, we've talked about your offshore Cliff Head oil field and uh, your new onshore assets now. Let's talk about the future of Triangle um, as a broader energy producer. You've teamed up with uh, fellow ASX-listed company uh, Pilot Energy uh, to investigate new energy opportunities. Can you talk to that? Yeah, so we've signed a, um, a joint venture between um, Pilot and Triangle, which is effectively 80% pilot 20% triangle. It's a joint venture to do feasibility on offshore solar and wind opportunities. It's it's um, obviously Midwest is a very good area for wind. We can see that. And um, so that's just sort of kicked off more recently and been led and operated by pilots. So we're looking forward to you know starting to see some outcomes of what they're doing on that. So would that be offshore wind or, or what would that look like? At the moment, that's what it's, it's looking at, offshore wind and um, onshore solar. Um, and yeah, but at the moment, that's as much as it is. Um, obviously, it's a, an exciting part of this energy world that we now live in and there's a strong support for it. And, you know, I think where we are is that we've got the potential to be part of an energy mix with the oil at the moment and a transition into the renewable areas. Rob Towner, thanks so much for your time. No worries. Thanks, Paul. Rob Towner is the Managing Director of Triangle Energy. And you can follow all of their updates at triangleenergy.com.au or, of course, by subscribing to Energy News, energynewsbulletin.net. Energy News.